earth. I'll call on you, God, and you're there. The Lord said, he says, if you ascend into the heavens, behold, I'm there. Even if you make your bed in hell, I'm there. I'm with you. The Lord will not depart from us. He's with us. So even at the place of the ends of the earth, and you may feel like you're at the ends of the earth, that David was probably far from Jerusalem, a place he loved, and the presence of God, the temple, and the ark, and God's presence. Maybe he was away on a military campaign and was away. He was doing things that he had to do and was called upon to do and felt like he was away and at a distance to the ends of the earth. There are many ends of the earth types of experience we face where even the godly feel that God is maybe far away. David was experiencing this because maybe he was being pursued by Saul during the days of Absalom's rebellion. It could have been that. But the important thing is that here he was, he realized at the ends of the earth, he can cry out to God. (laughs) We think we've got to be on course and on center and everything great before we can call out to God. I want you to know there have been many times in my life that I've called out to God when I've messed up, when I've wandered off, when I've not been the place God wanted me to be. But then at the ends of the earth, I cried out, oh God, help me and help me, Lord, and be my health and my strength. And the Lord wants you to feel that, realize that today, that, that even at that time, there, there are times that we deal the feelings of being overwhelmed. David still knew that, that even when he was a king at the time, that he desperately needed God. For there are times that even as king, he felt overwhelmed. There are times of you, you might be a leader in a church, you might even be a preacher, and you'll have times and moments where you feel like you are overwhelmed, overtaken, feel like burdened down and weighted down, that you can't seem to, uh, uh, you just wish and long that you were back in Jerusalem and back at the holy place and back at everything, but, but somehow you feel overwhelmed, everything's taxing you and pulling you down, your job could do that, your needs with your family, and this pandemic may make you feel like you're having to hide out and hold up and and wait and and maybe be in a safe place but let me say this to you your safe place is in God and David realized that he said my heart's overwhelmed but I look and I turn to the rock my heart is overwhelmed and in this time of, of, of crisis maybe in your life or feeling overwhelmed, you realize how wonderful your salvation is. See, if everything was always good and easy, we'd never appreciate the great things of God. We would take for granted, we would begin to follow those things rather than God. But what happens, those things only last for a season. I mean, they, those things of the world and of life that are good, they only last for a short time. But God is eternal. And you and I realize that during those hard times, difficult times, that suddenly we realize the blessing of God, that we have a Savior, we have a God, we have a Deliverer, we have a Healer, we have a very present help in the time of trouble. We've got God on our side, and if God be for us, who can possibly be against us? Hallelujah. Glory to God. When my heart is overwhelmed, and David said I was overwhelmed, when my heart 
overwhelmed. Let me tell you, Christianity is not a charm that wards off every discouragement and fear. But Christianity is a relationship that brings a solution to your fear and will support you during times and seasons that may challenge us and we may be concerned. But when we face fear, Christianity takes us through that place of fear into a place of freedom and joy and help. He is a very present help in the time of trouble. He is with us. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. So during these times of challenge, we're reminded of the great joys that we have a Savior, we have a God, we, we have a security in Him. In those moments, we feel like our heart is overwhelmed. This psalm reminds us that when our heart is faint, we can pray. Paul said in Galatians 6, 96, he said, he instructed the church, let us not lose heart in doing good. Sometimes you can be making the right decisions and doing good, but there'll always be the critics around you and will always put you down for your decision and what you do. Oftentimes doing good is encircled by critics and people unwilling even to help. The idea that we should never grow tired of even doing the right thing and that, that, that we shouldn't be that way is unrealistic. We will get tired even doing the right thing and feel faint. But Paul says, he says, For in due time we shall reap if we do not grow weary, if we do not slack our efforts or lose our heart or meant to lose heart and, 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 and play out where that we just... We're just no good. We can't do any more. We become what is called unstrung. You know what unstrung is? It's, a, it's an old classical term. Unstrung is a word that's used to describe how a bow is unstrung when the archer is through using it. And you might even feel like you're unstrung, but you know your season's going to come where the, you're going to tighten up. And the archer is going to string the bow again and going to string and you're going to become stronger and resilient and be able to cast arrows toward the and shoot arrows toward the enemy and be used of God once again. But being unstrung means that what you can do is that you can do as David said, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. You see, the idea of rock is not uncommon in the Psalms. It it's at least appears 20 times in the book of Psalms, that word, word referring God as being a rock. This, this idea will occur in the next Psalm. If you go to the next Psalm 62, it occurs three times. And it's found in Psalm 18 four times. It's natural to think of God being higher or greater than ourselves when we're going through tough times and hard times, when things are going well, let me tell you, God is still higher than you. If you think you're in the security of yourself and, and your job and what you have, what you own, let me tell you, God is still higher than that. He's a rock we can turn to. David never made that mistake. While he was king, he realized that he needed God and he would turn to God. He never made the mistake of that. He would just deal with the situation himself. He realized that when, even when he did fail, he ran to God because he was a rock higher than him. The people of Israel, they admired David, considered him maybe as being the rock. But David says in his prayer, let me turn to the rock that's higher than I. 
Some of you may consider yourself, some of you dads and you men out there may consider that you're the rock. That everything is supported and done by you. you got to be the rock. But sometimes these situations of late, of this current uh, crisis and situation we're dealing with around us, of an invisible foe, can't be seen by natural eye. But you feel and you realize you're overwhelmed, but let me tell you, turn to the rock that's higher than you. And know that God's going to take care of your family. Uh, Man of God, know that God's going to protect you and your wife. You men realize, and anyone else who thinks that you're a rock, there is a rock that's higher than you. And I'm so glad for that. Because sometimes I've been self-assured, and I've been sadly mistaken. Have you ever embarrassed yourself before? Thinking you're something or somebody? Got a little puffed up, a little high-minded, high letting pride get away. But then until I finally realized I need to let go of this pride, nothing ever gets solved and the problem is still there. But when I let go of the pride and I realize, oh God, you're the rock that's higher than I am. And I need to turn to you. Rest assured that whatever is going on in the news, 24 hour, hour upon hour, let me encourage you parents, turn off the news. Don't, don't let your children and household get inundated by information that is really totally respawn over and over and over again. When I think of something respawn, I think of cotton candy. It's real sticky, maybe tasty. You ever try to eat it with your hands? It's a mess. You, I mean, you have sugar, it's all over, but it's spun all oh, around, 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 around. And you can't even see where original, the original news is or the original information. It's just spun, 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 spun. Fill the atmosphere with the presence of God in your home. Let your house and you be as Joshua say, as, uh, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Why? Because God brings peace and assurance and strength because that rock is higher than what I am, higher than what you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Then David says, this is lead me. Lead me to the rock, Lord. And the Lord wants you to allow him. It's so wonderful to know that for somehow or another, I'll never understand except it must be the love of God, that he never just lets us fix it for ourselves. He says, if you want me, I'll lead you to me too. I'll show you how to get to where I'm at. I won't make you have to grope around and find your way around. But I'll lead you to the rock that's higher than why you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David said in verse 3, for you have been a shelter for me. In times past, David had experienced the safety of being with God and allowed himself to learn the lesson that God can be trusted with our security. We can trust God for security. We have security team here at the church. We do it like most churches do. But do you know what my highest security is? It is God. These men may do what they do, but even they know that their greatest security is God, not man. I thank God for the gift of medicine, for the gift of the doctors and nurses and medical teams that are going to be so busy 
and involved. There's changes they're going to have to, and today before we leave, we're going to be praying for medical personnel, for people that God keep his hand on them and guard them and protect them and give them strength because they may get weary during this time. But I thank God for them. But I will tell you, even the smartest doctor, even the doctor that is a specialist, still just practices medicine. They're a gift from God, but they practice medicine. God is the healer. God will heal. And that's why we're meeting together. That's why we're going to pray and seek God in this national day of prayer and believe God's going to heal. God's going to move in a great and mighty way. Do you know what I say? If our governor and our national leaders are incorrect on the stats of people who become ill with this virus, I will not stand on a political arena and begin to criticize our leaders. I will just say it was prayer and the hand of God that began to move in this situation. Your prayer, my prayers, all the churches and the people of God who are crying out to God on this very day for our nation, for the world, for healing. Praise God, and I will give God the glory for it. Praise God. Hallelujah. In this chapter is viewed, God's safekeeping is viewed in increasing terms. First of all, lead me to the rock that's higher than I, that ruggedness of the high rock in verse 2. Then it moves to the purpose-built tower in verse 3 where it moves from rock to tower. <laughs> David's describing God's security. Moves from a rock to a purpose-built tower in verse 3. And then this is turned into the hospitality of a frail tent and tabernacle. <laughs> it's the implication of safety among friends and with family. And then finally, the affectionate parental shelter of a heavenly father symbolized by the shelter of his wings. God is involved with us and he loves us. And not only will we can turn to the rock that's higher than I or hide in the tower or go into the tabernacle or go under the shelter of his wings. He cares for you. You are not alone, and you're not facing this by yourself. We're turning to the rock that's higher than what we are and believing in him. In Jesus' name, I speak against fear. I speak against anxiety. Rest in the Lord. Trust in him. Believe in him. Because in all that we find out, against all the appearances, there is the best security of all, we're safe in God. We're safe in Him. And He secures us. In another psalm, David writes in Psalm 57, 1 and 3, Have mercy on me, O God, have mercy. I look to you for protection. I will hide beneath the shadow of your wings until the danger passes by. <laughs> that's what you're doing. You go to work, that's okay. You've got the wings of God over you. You've got to go out there and do what's necessary in life. Because you know you can't shut yourself in totally, completely. Don't you worry. The shelter of his wings is over you. He'll be with you at the workplace. He'll be where you have to go. 
The wings will be over you in your home, in your house. The wings will be over you as you share with your little children of not to be afraid and assurance, mom and dad. God is, says, I'll be that rock. You be the rock. But if you'll turn to the rock that's higher than yourself, then you'll be strong enough so you can be able to assure your children everything's okay. Everything's okay because it is okay. It's going to be okay. Glory to God. I speak life. Don't you just speak life and know it's going to be okay. And because we take steps and measures that may be out of the ordinary, that's okay. For Jesus himself did the unordinary and took steps that were way beyond ever any expectation of love. He bore a cross. He died on the cross. He suffered and he died because he loved us. So therefore, we love community. We love people. We're willing to sacrifice anything for the love of people. Greater love hath no man than this to lay down his life for a friend. And so therefore we're gladly, we gladly forfeit comforts on the behalf of others. Now somebody watching me right now, I know you got to say amen to that. I feel the Lord in that. God's presence. There are benefits. I'm going to close with this. God says that in this, these ver- in that relationship with him is a refuge. David Rose said there's a refuge. He's a place of safety and therefore a relationship with him provides benefits. This is our benefits with him at this time. He offers us something to think about instead of dwelling continually upon our problems. He gives us an opportunity to think about his goodness, his greatness, his provision and all his attributes and who he is besides sitting and thinking about dwelling continually upon our problems. Problems are real and they come our way, but we don't have to think about them all the time. We can meditate upon the Lord and know that God will provide and take care of us. Respect for him removes all those other lesser fears. God is greater than any pandemic. He's greater than anything, so we concentrate on him. Therefore, it helps take care of who he is, takes care of the lesser fears and challenges. He helps us to see our problems in the light, in the right perspective. That they are not insurmountable. Though they seem to mount up to us, God is greater than all of it. He offers us a relationship that removes distracting worries and it begins to energize us, strengthen our resolve and calms our concerns and helps us focus on what we should do at the moment. Listen, God will do that for you. You don't have to be afraid or let anxiety rule your life. Let God, let go and let God begin to help so you won't be afraid of what's going on. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord. For you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Never useless. Promotes the kingdom. It's beneficial. It makes a difference. He allows us to see that know that there's benefit in the trial. That we come out on the other side and God begins to bless us and help us. And we begin to experience God in a way we've never experienced him before. For all practical purposes, God is ideal. David talked about going to a tower. 
He's a strong tower. Did you ever used to, when you were a child, make a fort out of a box? Did you ever grab the biggest box and take that big box and, man, children really don't need brand new elaborate toys. They just need big boxes. A big box can be the most incredible thing for a child. My grandsons will find whatever box we have around and somehow empty it up and fill themselves in it. That's what I would do. I, I made a castle out of a box. I'll, I'll never forget it. Made, a, made a, the door go up and down. You know? Most of the time I kept it up because I didn't want anybody else to come in. I just, you know, cut out. I mean, my, my parents helped cut out, or older brother helped cut out windows. I looked through the big box. For even children look for forts to build and imagine. Let me tell you, I want you to imagine the great fort that God is in your life. And it's not made of a, of a cardboard box. It's eternal. And the righteous run into, and they are saved. Hallelujah. That's what we're doing. Believing in God, knowing, as David said, I'm overwhelmed, but I'm going to the rock that's higher than I am. I'm going to experience him in every areas of my life. He's going to be there. Do you have that confidence in the Lord that he's there? Do you have that confidence? Then David talks about the continuing going on. He knew and he believed in God by faith. He believed that God would continue to give him grace and he would go on. He knew he began to praise him after verse 4. Verse 4 stopped with Selah and paused for a moment. Then he begins to praise God in the other verses and then begins to speak in terms that, hey, I'm going to talk about tomorrow. I'm going to talk about next week. I'm going to talk about the future because God is with me and the blessing and favor of God is going to sustain me. And this rain is going to keep on going. Your life... And what's going on, it's going to keep on going. Be assured. Don't be afraid. Turn to the rock that's higher than you are. Look to him and know that he's able to do great and glorious things. Father, I ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name right now as I reach toward the congregation this morning. Friend, let me just ask you, my brother, sister, just stretch your hand toward your device if need be right now we're going live i want to pray god be upon you god bless you prosper you and during this season of time it's going to be very short it's over it's going to be history you will have a testimony after this experience and you will say the lord truly is a rock that higher that's higher than what i am and he is my sustainer he is my keeper he will bless my children, keep my children, keep my family. The Lord is the keeper over everything. and The Lord is the keeper over me. Hallelujah, Lord. Just bless everyone. Minister their life. Minister those that go to the workplace and have to do things and have to do responsibilities. Keep your hand upon them, God. Let the joy of the Lord fill their heart for strength and rejoicing. For, Lord, we know the truth. Truth has set us free. We trust in you, Lord. We don't rely on man. 
we rely on you and Lord we pray and ask you God continue to use us as a church as a beacon to the world all around us I just like the vision Lord right now the church the way I see Rodney Pike Church of God is all these satellites all over the place all these places of light it's not just all these lights gathered in one place but the light that's gone all over that lights up the dark places use us Lord for your glory in the name of Jesus Christ I ask it hallelujah hallelujah Lord we praise and glorify your name oh God how wonderful you are how wonderful you are President Trump announced today as being a national day of prayer uh, I don't know about you but I feel energized by the thought of knowing that all my brothers and sisters all around this nation all the family of God are praying today for our nation for what we're facing knowing that you're the answer and I look forward to when the people of God will be able to testify and say look what God has done maybe God is taking us as a church of all these congregations and uniting us with a purpose and a cause that maybe perhaps what spawns to be praying for a crisis leads to a place of prayer of revival this can happen this can be God is overall God knows what he is doing hallelujah hallelujah glory to God I want to pray right now for our leaders in our community pastor Noah's going to come and he's going to he's going to pray over medical personnel and facilities please stay with us and pray with us and then pastor Micah is going to close and he's going to pray for family and children would you these two brothers please just come and stand behind me I want you if you will find a place of prayer where you're at right now if you can even invite your children to pray if you can get them to sit down but this is not a fearful time this is an opportunity for God to do great things to do great things with the community and with churches and most of all do great things with us Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I lift up before you, Lord, our president of our nation, God. He has stepped out to do something that it's never hardly, I've never seen it before, God. And I know that he sits under a host of critics and pressure that it must be upon him that this was the right move. We know, Lord, whenever we reach out to try and help people, it is of your will, God. I pray, God, that you give him strength physically, God, mentally, God, emotionally, God, as he bears this load. We pray, God, for Governor DeWine, God, as he has made a step of that is uncommon for a governor, but he must care for people and wants to make the right decisions and Lord we support him in prayer God you told us in your word that we pray for our leaders this has nothing to do with uh, politics or a political
party but it has everything to do with your word we lift our leaders up before you God that you would help them and bear them up pave away God we pray for our community and community leaders God Lord that you help our law enforcement and those involved God to help bring uh, peace and assurance our community God let there be a wave of your presence fill and move across Gallia County and the neighboring counties God minister Lord a powerful way God Lord touch our churches in the community God we lift up pastors before you God that those have made decisions of, of to meet or not to meet God but they're still leading their congregations Lord help them give them wisdom to assure the body and assure the sheep that it's okay it's going to be okay keep your hands Lord upon the the senior citizens and in our community God that you protect them God and those who have health issues God protect them God in Jesus name we pray away the virus from our region we pray away the virus out of our nation we pray the way this virus out of the way of our entire world God move in a mighty way nothing is impossible with you God we trust in you and know of your ability and what you do God we thank you that we can trust in you and we believe in you God touch our leaders in the name of Jesus Christ we ask it Lord in Jesus name oh God hallelujah hallelujah let's pray now for our medical personnel and facilities God I want to thank you so much for for the gift of medicine and the gift of knowledge that doctors and nurses and all those have that are involved with our health care but God let us realize Lord, that when we are overwhelmed, Father, there is a rock higher than us. God, that there is your way and your thoughts that are higher than our ways and your thoughts. So God, right now, I would just pray over a chaotic situation. Father, that they have no idea what to do and they're looking to each other. God, I ask that they would begin to look to you, Jesus. Lord, that in this, in this midst of chaos, God, that you would bring peace to this situation. That you would bring understanding to this system, God. That they would understand what to do, what protocols, what procedures to go through. But most of all, that we would begin to look to you for these answers, God. Not to books, not to others, God, but we would reach out to you in your way and your thoughts Lord I also pray a prayer of protection over those involved with the health care and facilities Lord for these doctors and nurses all those that will be hands on with these patients and caring for each one of them Lord I pray that a, a prayer of protection over them that they themselves would not take on this virus God that they themselves would be protected and God they would also have strength in this situation Lord that they would be able whether it needs to be working overtime Lord or just more thoughts in their mind and just understanding God, give them rest, give them strength to do their jobs and do things effectively. 
Lord, I also pray over this system, God, that it, while we're in shortages, God, and where we need supply, Lord, I pray that we would understand where to move this supply, that we would understand where to, to come from, where and how to use it, Father. Lord, I would just pray that uh, all the medical supplies that we would need, whether it's medicine, Lord, or whether it's different supplies, this area and that area, God, I pray, uh, God, I pray that you would be over that and supply our needs, Father. Lord, be with this system, be with this uh, community and these minds in healthcare. Protect them, Father, and give them strength over this season to come. And God, let it be a short season. Let it be a short season, God. Lord, that we declare right now that that virus, that those numbers, God, begin to trend down today, right now, in Jesus' name, let this pandemic be overwhelmed by the power of God, by the name of Jesus, we speak this into existence, that today is the day that it starts going down, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, 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 Jesus, Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Heavenly Father, I stand and I believe right now for our families, the day and the age and the hour that our students are currently living in. They're having to see things of a mature nature at such a young age, God. I feel uh, I feel a leading, Lord, to pray and declare that there will be a revitalization of youth, God, that they would once again begin to enjoy the days of their youth so that they can walk in the joy of children, God, that these children who have heard the, 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 the term coronavirus over and over and over again, we declare that childlike faith begin to rise up once again in the hearts and lives of our children and of our teenagers. I come against this fear that the enemy tries to take over in the minds and in the hearts of our young people. Jesus, you, you talked about childlike faith. You talked about the hearts of children. Let us all come running to you, God. Let us all come running to you with childlike faith, knowing that our daddy is taking care of everything, knowing that our Abba Father is going to meet this need. He's going to, to, to stop this illness. He's going to stop this virus. We decree and we declare that for decades now, we have seen the enemy try to deteriorate and try to destroy the family unit, trying to bring up an air of godlessness. But we know what the enemy has meant for bad. God can create and cultivate for his good that this hour, this time of attack where the enemy thinks he's going to destroy, God is going to restore the family units. Godliness will be
be restored in families in the midst of this because now like never before moms and dads are going to lead prayer times in living rooms and around dining room tables they're going to call upon the name of the Lord they're going to believe the report of the Lord we believe it father that this is going to be a time where families are going to be ministered to where moms and dads are going to discover I'm not going to depend upon my job I'm not going to depend upon school systems or government systems my hope is in Jesus Christ I stand and I believe with our families Lord that you would touch them and encourage them I pray God for moms and dads who are currently crying out to you God needing wisdom and direction I pray that you would begin to encourage moms and dads Lord those that may be a little anxious themselves I come against fear that's trying to rise up in the hearts and minds of our moms and dads let's remember Lord our hope is in you our hope is in you God our hope is in you God we cry out to you believing that at this time you are going to be glorified God I pray also for our our school system Lord I pray that you would provide provision you provide provision at this time where they're trying to feed children that need the free lunch God I pray for those that are taking a step and trying to meet this need that you would provide resources and manpower we believe it God the enemy's trying to put fear that hunger is going to happen in children but we come against that fear we believe it you're going to make a way God you're going to make a way God you're going to make a way Lord you God are going to be glorified in the midst of this pandemic yes we believe that power God that even in the pandemic you are all powerful in Jesus name we pray amen hallelujah 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 glory to God yeah when we close with that I speak Jesus yeah that'd be great praise the Lord and this, then this time, there is a resurgence, my friends, of opportunity, of prayer in the home. And God can help you to lead your family in prayer and devotions. Praise the Lord. Go ahead and sing that, Noah. I just want to speak the name of Jesus Over every heart and every mind Cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus I just want to speak the name of Jesus Till every dark addiction starts to break The 
Declaring there is hope and there is freedom. I speak Jesus. Because your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. And break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Burn like a fire. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over fear and all anxiety to every soul held captive by depression I speak Jesus cause your name is power your name is healing your name is life and break every stronghold and shine through the shadows and burn like a fire Shout Jesus from the mountains and Jesus in the streets. Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus for my family, I speak the holy name. Jesus. And shout Jesus from the mountains And Jesus in the streets And Jesus in the darkness Over every enemy Jesus for my family I speak the holy name Jesus Your name is power, your name is healing, your name is life. And break every stronghold, shine through the shadows, burn like a fire. Your name is power, your name is healing, your name is life. And break every stronghold, shine through the shadows, burn like a fire. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind. 
Cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus Hallelujah Thank you so much for joining us today and worshiping. Remember to let your light shine before men. Minister to people when the opportunity occurs. Encourage your neighbor. And then also, though we've gone live, we're going to uh, make a video available on YouTube of this service. And so you can turn to it at different times and watch the video, watch the service. May God bless you. We love you. Oh, yes. And we'll be talking to you later. God bless you. Bye-bye.